Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. This will be your Gemini season overview. We will talk about the astrological aspects. We'll also speak about what could be showing up for you intuitively, as well as what it is that could be happening around you, within you, and how you can navigate through without losing all of your shit, okay? <laughs> um, I also want to make a announcement to you guys. As you know, in the previous episodes, I've spoken that this would be my last episode for about two weeks. I will be taking a bit of a sabbatical, um, which is basically just a, a, just a breather, right? I am I'm going to be removing myself from not removing myself, but just giving myself the grace to move into my new season that's approaching, which is chapter 38 for me. So it's very important. It's very necessary for me. And it's very exciting at the same time. But it is something that I do every year to give myself a bit of breathing room this year. It is a little bit earlier just because there's so many changes happening in my life. There's so much that is going on and there are some things that I just want to be, you know, kind of just be in and just ex ex express nothing but gratitude for for all of the things that have happened that have changed that have shifted and all of the new form beginnings that have already began taking place and in preparation of what's to come because we never know what's to come. Right. So I will be from. You guys will hear this a couple days before uh, Gemini season starts. I'm recording this much. I'm, we're still into our season. So I'm recording this for you guys and I'll release it around the 6th. Oh, the 16th is the eclipse. So I will be uh, releasing this episode around then for you guys. So you'll have that, but you won't have a new episode from me until on or around June 7th which is still in Gemini season, but it is giving me my two weeks so that I can just kind of regroup. Now, don't fret. You have plenty of episodes to catch up on. If you guys are needing to refresh yourself, Tar season is still very much prevalent. It is something that is still very potent energy that we're in. It is every episode um, that has been released thus far, you can find jewels in. So you're still going to be able to um, hear from me 1222 on the clock hear from me um, and just divulge all of the information if you're feeling like you just need to know what's happening. That's why I'm recording these episodes and releasing them with the uh, time frames for you guys so that you're able to feel like you're still having something for me. It's not really going to feel like two weeks of nothing, right? Um, but at the same time, if you follow me on Instagram at imbmishavery or at me on Facebook, actually, you can't add me to my personal page because I've reached the cap. So you can go like the imbmishavery like page, though, and I will be updating that page as well um, consistently because I have no choice because my personal page is full. I literally have no space to add anyone else. Everyone has to just follow, right? Um, which is a blessing in itself. But you go and you follow those pages. I will be releasing a series 
for all of my 30 somethings, right? And even if you're in your 20s, you will find a lot of advice in these where I will speak a lot about my journey during 37. Um, everything, I'll cover everything, how we, how my body has changed, how our bodies change in our 30s, things that are important to know in your career in your 30s, since there have been so many monumental changes for me in that area as well. I'll be speaking about recovering from COVID, which I got in the beginning of last year, I was 36. So that was a transition into healing from that and healing my body from that from different supplements that work. I'll speak about the skincare things that are going on health and fitness in your 30s. I'll speak about therapy in your 30s, relationships, sex life values. I'll speak about a lot of things also dealing with grief right? And the things that I've learned and the things that I've experienced, I'll share a lot of those in different episodes um, that in different videos that I'll be releasing on Facebook and Instagram during this time. So you can definitely expect more content um, and more things and you'll still be hearing from me, but it will be in a different space. It won't be the podcast per se. I'll be taking a break from that. And I'm actually recording those videos um, in advance as well. So I'll be re releasing all of that during that time. So you'll have plenty, plenty and plenty and plenty of things to tap in and connect with me on. Okay. And then who knows, I may decide to go ahead and release a newsletter during that time. I don't know, guys, I'm really taking this sabbatical to get myself uh, together to revamp my routine and to really just put myself in a gray space so that I'm I'm already in a gray space but even greater space to receive even more of what it is that is coming in the alignment in which chapter 38 is for sure to bring more changes because um, chapter 37 was monumental in endings and new beginnings for me and so this is chapter 38 which is new beginnings right it's number 11 for me it's cycle uh, it's rebirth it's very beautiful and exciting so I'm very excited about that um and I can't wait to share the journey with you. So I'm going to go through and I'm creating these videos for you guys. I'm creating the content for you guys. So you have something to last you throughout the duration of the two week span. And then I'll come back on June 7th and we'll have fresh episode with fresh energy and uh, update on what's happening in the midst of Gemini season. OK, so this particular episode, I want to go and we're going to talk about the astrological things. We're going to talk about what's happening in our lives in general. We're going to speak about what could be showing up and how to deal with these things as we are maneuvering through and hopefully this gives you a lot of insight and a lot of understanding of what it is you're experiencing understand the energy is fluid so whatever is happening whatever I'm speaking about you could be dealing with now you could have already just recently come out of it and you just need a little clarity or it could be something you're about to go into regardless it is information that would benefit you in multitudes and multi multiple ways okay so let's just get right into what it is that is happening and what's going on. So first, let me start with Gemini season as a whole. Okay, Gemini season is very much so different than our beautiful, beautiful Taurus season. Taurus season is significant in the planting and the implantation part, right? It's very necessary. Gemini comes in air energy, right? Taurus is an I have, it is my possessions, it's assets, it's values, it's philosophies, it's finances, it's spirituality, it's simplicity, it's aesthetics, it's all of those things, right? Venetian things. You have Gemini that's coming in and it's about I think, 
right? What I'm thinking. So it is very much so not slow and steady as Taurus is. It is implement. You're going to be implementing a lot of what you're doing here in Taurus season, and you're going to be implementing that and carrying it over into Gemini season because it's going to be what is needed to help you with the foundation level. Because Gemini is very mutable. Gemini is not fixed. It's not cardinal. It's not one of those energies that's going to make the initiative. It is a go along type of energy. So whatever it is that the environment is that you're creating, whatever the environment is that you are allowing yourself to be attached to or embody, um, it is going to be the personality or the circumstance or the situation that you take on energetically because it's the Gemini way, right? It is not very much of I'm going to just take the initiative. Now, we have a lot of different things that are happening that are going to support initiative driving, but that is not the way that... Um, typically Gemini operates right but the supporting things that are happening and with Mercury which is also an air element which rules Gemini being in retrograde in Gemini is definitely going to be big 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 when it comes to communication and intellect and what you think and what you feel um thought wise right it, it's not the feelings in the in the spirit way or the, it's what I have intellectualized that have produced the way I act or produce the way that I show up in the world um so it's very much so fast and with mercury being in retrograde it can't move as fast as it would like to so it's not as comfortable as it wants but that means you're just in your head even even the more right you're thinking things out even the more you're reviewing you're understanding you're gaining you have sharp intellect during this time because you have no choice but to sit with understand process and engage in a way that is intellectual but at a pace that allows you to re reimage and review and replenish and to reobserve what it is you thought you had already figured out. So going into Gemini season, there are going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of attention focused on the consciousness, right? It's going to be ver verbal intellect it's very much so communication how you're communicating how you're moving how you are showing up how you're thinking what you're thinking how you're getting out of your head how you're allowing yourself to navigate through whatever it is that you're showing that's showing up for you in a day-to-day -day life okay so on the 20th we have Gemini season kicking off now Mind you, a couple of days before we have this eclipse that's happening in Scorpio. So easing into Gemini season isn't going to be all beautiful, fresh air all of a sudden because this full moon that's happening in Scorpio is about purging. It is the final release. It is the final purge and push out. Right. So whatever it was and whatever it is that has been holding you back or holding you down or holding you in a, in a place that's inconsistent to where you're wanting to be is being removed. So. You're coming up out of the fog of things and things are going to begin to get even more clearer with this Gemini energy pushing in. It's giving you more clarity, giving you more of an understanding, giving you more of a concept to what has happened and what is going to continue to unfold for the next few months going ahead. Right. Because eclipse energy lasts us for around six months until the next eclipse season starts. So by the time the end of summer happens, you'll finally have complete clarity or more of a clarity in why all of this had to occur and why um, and how much has changed. And it may not be that drastic for you. It may not be that things are just suddenly pushed out 
and it's just boom in your life. It could be little things that are nudging you to make the decision because as I stated to you guys before, Pluto is in retrograde and Pluto in retrograde requires you to make the changes and make the initiatives and take the the lead in making decisions to remove what needs to go. So it's on you. So before you make those decisions with Pluto being in retrograde, Mercury being in retrograde and us coming up out of this eclipse energy, it's important to sit with what it is that's unfolding and what has shown up for you, because that is how you're going to be able to really share and show up for yourself. Right. So. With us being in Gemini season, fresh out of this eclipse energy, we have the sun, which will be in Gemini conjuncting Mercury, which means it's going to be in this position where it's going to inspire you to do and have a lot of new ideas, a lot of new um, aspirations, a lot of things you may want to tackle and try because intellectually you are being stimulated. Because you're having to sit with your thoughts and they're just remicking and they're just going and they're just moving and you really can't make any moves. You can't do anything with it. So it's a lot of brainstorming. It's a lot of creativity that's bursting out. It's a lot of um, and it's so funny because I stated that I would come back on the podcast on June 7th and June 7th is when the retrograde ends in Mercury. So they'll be ending in Taurus. So it's very interesting that that will be the day that I will come back um, and would also be when I would be releasing the episodes for the 30s. <laughs> That's so interesting. Well, the first episode. That's very interesting. So that is what it is about creating this creating and having all of these ideas and having all of these aspirations to do something and share something but waiting before you do on the 22nd is when Mercury enters into Taurus. Mercury retrograde enters into Taurus on the 22nd of May. This is a very important theme because it entering into Taurus brings you back to intellectualizing and thinking about the practicality, right? Thinking about your values and thinking about how what you have been building really contributes to the better version of yourself. All of these things come up. All of these things are going to be prevalent and all of these things are going to be at the frontier of your mind because those are the things that are bringing are being brought into awareness, right? You're having to be able to really conceptualize your truth and what you've been working on and how you've been not really communicating what it is that you know you desire and deserve on a foundational level and how you've been selling yourself short or selling others short of the full potential of it so this is a very thought through retrograde it's a lot of thought. it's a lot of depth to the thought not just creative thoughts coming in your head and not just oh I just would like to do this I would like to do this, this could be you planning vacations this could you be you deciding you know what 
I want to get married. So I want my wedding to be this or I want my I want to live in this place or I'd like to change my diet or my lifestyle. I hate the word diet change my lifestyle um, health wise. And I want to implement these changes once I feel the energy to do so. I want to be able to push myself forward and take walks more getting grounded more. You may be more inclined to be outside more during this time just being right. So all of these things can definitely bring a shift in your environment, but most importantly, a shift in how you see things, how you feel about things and how you move forward after you've come into this awareness. Now, on the 22nd, the same day, we have Mars in a very close, very close sextile, which means I always tell you guys, it means making love. Um, sextile is making love with Pluto. Now, Pluto is in retrograde. Okay, Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth and transformation. And with Mars, which is action, fire, cardinal energy going forward, a lot of Scorpio type of underworld, right? Mars likes to be in Pluto um, because it's fire. Um, Mars and Pluto, well, no, it's not really liking being in Pluto because Pluto is so slow. Mars is action and moving forward and fast, but it doesn't it doesn't fight against each other because they're both fire energy, right? So you have Mars in a sextile with Pluto, which is bringing an, a fast track action to whatever is needing to go, whatever transformations are needing to happen and whatever needs to just finally be dissolved. This is a moving forward, rebirth, transformation, healing, massive healing, massive uh, shifts in understanding, um, just all of that, just ripping the bandaid off and going in for it, right? And it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means fast-tracked recovery is what that feels like for me, recovering from loss, recovering from pain, re recovering from what has shown up that has uh, disappointed you or anything that's hindered you this full moon. And again, we're in this eclipse energy. So it's happening very fast, um, which is a good thing. You want it to happen fast and move forward so it can be over with and you can move, move past. Right. And then on the very next day, the 23rd, we have se the sun sextiling Jupiter, which is Gemini sextiling Jupiter, which is beautiful. This is expanding on the communication, expanding on ideas, expanding on creativity, collaborating, working with others to create a strategy for whatever it is you're feeling inspired to do. So this is a very good energy, a very good day. And Jupiter is blessings. Jupiter is also the planet that expands upon whatever it is it touches. And so whatever it is that is in your head can be expanded upon. And so in Gemini season, you're definitely thinking a lot because it's an air energy. It's intellectually um, motivated. And so because it's a mutable energy, I would say be, be very careful that you don't allow your thoughts to go into the negative. Don't allow your thoughts to go into where you are self-sabotaging and nothing good is going to happen. Nothing good can happen. No, it's not going to work out, blah, 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 because that's what Jupiter is going to expand on. And you don't want those type of thoughts to exacerbate. You want to be in a place where you're exalted for the better of you and you're in a place where you're happy and you're, you're growing and you're expanding and you're just a better version of who you are because you really have thought it through and you're in an honest place and you're feeling free because of that so don't allow your thoughts to hold you back and self-sabotage you in a way that prevents you from really being all that you truly are destined to be okay now on the 24th we have venus 
Well, first of all, on the same day, the 23rd, we have Mercury sextiling Mars. So we have three different sextiles happening. We have Mars sextiling Pluto on the 22nd. On the 23rd, we have the Sun sextiling Jupiter, Mercury sextiling Mars. Then on the 24th, we have Venus sextiling Saturn. Right before Mars on the same day goes into Aries. Now, listen, Mars loves to be in Aries. Okay, that's its energy. But let's talk about this Venus sextiling Saturn and Mercury sextiling Mars. This is communication that is rapid. This is a change of thoughts that is rapid. This is a change of action rapidly. This is massive rebirth, massive changes, massive transformation when it comes to your life in any way you could possibly think Venus sextile and Saturn this is a rebirth in values this is a rebirth and renewal and recommitment to what you desire when it comes to love when it comes to your relationship in those relation in those love relationships when it comes to your assets when it comes to your um passions and when it comes to what is attractive to you or what you're attracted to this is all very stimulated this is all very much so very intense very passionate very deep and with the Scorpio north node happening right after I mean the Scorpio south node with us happening to just come out of this eclipse energy with Scorpio this is this can teether on different ways this could teether from just attraction to flirting to intensity when it comes to adoration to possessiveness and controlling and obsession so you want to be very careful that you're not being obsessive in what it is you're saying you're attracted to or what you're desiring or what you're wanting this can be a very toxic energy but it's meant to bring life in a positive way it's meant to get everything that's underneath that surface out it's meant to expose what needs to be exposed to get rid of it and birth something new but a lot of times people get in that dark toxic energy that is so stimulating because darkness can be mystique and mysterious as Scorpio energy as well so you're in this space and you want to stay there you cannot stay there if it's a healthy passion yes if it's a a something that's real sexy and just sacred and sensual okay yes but if it becomes too stalkerish type behavior or you're obsessed with this idea of something that isn't realistic because we do have Gemini um that uh, that rules your mind you know what I mean and we have a lot of retrograde happening and so with retrograde being in Gemini shifting to Taurus this is making it very things are not clear as they're shifting right the principles the values the understandings the it's very 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 unclear and so don't be quick to act on the urges that you may get during this time allow it to kind of play out and then move if you're feeling led to do that okay be very careful with that you can come off very domineering and very um just not good so you want to be very careful of that but other than that we're going in on the 24th with mars entering into Aries, which it loves to be in its passion is moving forward is deciding this is what I want. I'm going after it. This is very stimulated intensity um, that can really bring a lot of re 
reigniting the passion back into your relationships, back into your desire for career, back into your finances. It's just a lot of blessings, a lot of fun, a lot of excitement, a lot of passion, a lot of intensity. But again, we have Mercury in retrograde, so nothing's clear and people aren't communicating those internal desires that they have. So you could be feeling this and you could really feel like I want to act on this, but you can't because you're at this space of almost like you're not. You just can't really communicate. You don't have the words to say. You don't quite know what to say. You're just not in the best space to make that type of um, forward movement. But with this Mars and Aries, it gives you that desire strongly. It gives you it gives it to you very, very strongly. On the 25th, we have Mercury trining Pluto, which is a very interesting uh, dynamic. It is. <laughs> this can bring about a lot of healing communications that may hurt at first or may be uncomfortable at first because Pluto is about death transformation in the underworld. And so it's rebirthing something, but whatever is underneath that surface that may need to just come on up, that may need to finally just be healed and recovered from will stem from these type of conversations that happen or the thoughts that may happen during this time. If you're having the conversations, it's being very careful to not assume, being very careful to not make judgment, being open to what the conversation could be, but also allowing yourself to realize that it's a healing space. It's a conversation that is being initiated so that healing and new beginning and closures can happen so that a fresh start can begin, whether that be in relationships, whether that be within yourself, being real truthful about where you need to step it up or where you've been going too hard. All of these are very important spaces for where you're going, where you're heading and where you are um, investing a lot of your time, your energy, your patience, etc. and so on. Okay, then we have on the 25th, Sixth, we have um, Venus square and Pluto. Now, this is this could bring a bit of, again, those conversations that are happening with Mercury trining Pluto and then Venus going against a so square is against Pluto. So you're having these tough conversations that are going to bring up this uncomfortable space or going to make you feel like you really just don't want to deal with what is coming up. You don't really want to talk about what's coming up, but it's needed and it's necessary. And it's something that is going to have to happen so that healing can take place. Now, this can cause a discard. This can cause a, a break. This can cause an ending. This can cause a separation. This can cause someone needing to step away so that they can retain their Pro, their pro composure and posture with how to move forward because they don't quite know how to move forward or if they want to. So remember that this is a very temporary transit, but it can show up and make things look very permanent. So you want to be very clear and understand that you don't want to make any brass decisions. You don't want to just break up with everybody or you don't want to just quit that job or you don't want to just walk away from that place where you live just because it's uncomfortable right now or because someone said something you didn't like or someone ruffled your feathers. This is about 
really refining your communication style, understanding the importance of understanding how to communicate and understanding why it is necessary for you to communicate better because lack of comprehension in communication will cause a lot of issues and a lot of turmoil and a lot of unnecessary drama when all you had to do was listen more, listen deeper and actually hear what was being said based on what the facts are, not just your feelings in the moment because it hurts you or made you feel uncomfortable. So that's going to be something to be mindful of. And then on the 28th, we have a very beautiful transit, which is Venus entering into Taurus. That's beautiful. Right after we have a blow up, it smooths over, right? And like I said, this transit passes, it is going to pass. But some of the things that are said or some of the things and the actions and the way that you behave after could make it feel like it's very permanent. So be very careful of that. But as we have Mercury, um, I'm sorry, Venus going into Taurus, which Venus loves to be in Taurus, that is her sign. Venus is ruled, Venus rules Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it loves to be here. This is very luxurious. This is an improvement in finances. This is an improvement in blessings when it comes to relationships. This is a renewal of some sort. This could be engagements. This could be deciding I want to spend the rest of my life with someone. I want to propose. This could be deciding to expand your families. This could be if the argument was around family situations, this could bring a lot of healing and a lot of progress with resolving whatever the issues may have been when it came to um, your relationship, right? Or your, your life in general. This is a very beautiful space. This is a very beautiful transit. This is something that provides clarity, peace, and a bunch of renewals when it comes to you. And I think that's the part that's so beautiful is the healing and the, the beauty that comes out of the storm. So on the 29th, we also have Mars and Jupiter conjuncting, which means Mars, Mars's action, Jupiter's expansion, we're already having um, the sun sextiling Jupiter and then the sun conjunct conjuncting Mercury at the beginning of the season. But this particular transit is amazing for removing obstacles, getting past the hurdles, conquering new grounds, new opportunities, um, great luck of expansion, moving forward, promotions, leadership, initiative, um, foresight, just it's a beautiful transit for expanding upon and really building something solid. And if it's a new career that you're recently in and a new job that you're newly taking on that has been difficult for you to grasp, you're trying to get the reins down. You're trying to really understand what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you need to learn to be better at and all of this. When you're doing all of this and you're realizing, you know what? I just need to be patient with myself. It's going to pass. And suddenly it does. Suddenly it works out. Suddenly you understand. Suddenly you get a, a clear um, understanding and progress of how to do something. And it just brings a lot of insight for you. And that's so beautiful. It helps you move things forward. 
brings on blessings unexpected, brings on a lot of opportunities um, unexpected, brings on clarity unexpected, just brings on a lot of newness that you really deserve and desire at this time. So that's a beautiful thing. It's just really beautiful. End of the month. It's just really beautiful. Okay. So May 30th, we have the new moon that's happening in Gemini and another beautiful transit because it is a great time to retry something that Mm, you may have not really been the greatest at before or you may not have really comprehended how to do before as good as you may have wanted to so this is a resuming a project or resuming something that you've walked away from relationship that you had a break from um and Mercury is in retrograde. So that's normal to reestablish, reunderstand uh, and reinitiate something from the past or something that you previously were working on that didn't quite go the way that you would have wanted it to go. All of those things are very beautiful, right? Just very beautiful because it gives you this ability to just really expand upon the newness and the the new form of communication skills that you've gained and the new ways of understanding and comprehending that you have gained. So this is a very beautiful transit as well. We're going to go into June, June 2nd and June 3rd. This is going to be a very auspicious day because things are not going to be moving forward. Even though we have this beautiful new moon energy that's happening on the 30th, we still have Mercury in retrograde. And with Mercury being in retrograde in Taurus and preparing for its direct mo motion, everything is on pause. So this could be. Um, delays in communication, delays in clarity on some things, waiting for the final push and final word and how to move and what to do could be on hold and pause as well. And so that is a very just restful day, just rest. Okay, June 4th, Mercury goes direct. So things are back to beginning moving, right? Not quite as fast as you may prefer, but moving forward. And it's best to just wait until the end, uh, June 13th, when Mercury goes to back to Gemini in order to really sign anything and decide for sure this is what I'm going to do. So don't get married during this time. Don't really commit to a big, big project during this time. Kind of hold off if you can. If not, just read, read, read for comprehension. Get a clear understanding. Have a lot of com conversations about it before you just take the leap. I think that will help everybody and be just a better just a better thing for everybody going forward. Okay. June 4th, Mercury is direct, but Saturn is going retrograde. So with Saturn going retrograde, which is considered the granddaddy, right? That's the, that's the big pop. That's big daddy and Papa of the astrology. And so <laughs> on the same day that Mercury is going direct, granddaddy and Papa, big daddy, they're going reversed. Okay. He's, he's going to go into his retrograde for a few months. So this is where boundaries are going to be needed because Saturn is the authority figure. Saturn is all about discipline. Saturn is all about, you know, controlling the narrative. But when granddaddy goes sleep, okay. Kids want to do what they want to do. When granddaddy goes to sleep, 
folk don't really listen and abide by the rules unless granddaddy up and you can hear him walking or you can hear his voice. You kind of just, you know, so it's it's creating this space where you're going to have to create these boundaries. You're going to have to initiate. Remember, when planets are retrograde, it is a time for review. So it is also a time for you to renegotiate with yourself boundaries that you should have set or maybe you've set too much of a boundary. This is about reevaluating how you're speaking to yourself, how you have been sabotaging yourself, where you've lacked discipline, where you may need to be more disciplined, where you're needing to be more open to being more um, lenient in certain areas, right? Discipline is going to be a big thing because nothing is forcing you to stay. Nothing is forcing you to make the change. Nothing is making you be better at something. It's something you're going to have to do for yourself. And this is where the hard work comes in, because a lot of times when we feel obligated to something, we show up better. But when we are in control and we have to just do it because it's just something we have to do. And we're the only people that can like people hate to be micromanaged. But if you're not a person who can work good on your own, micromanaging is what you need until you can get your footing to make sure that you create that routine so that you can be consistent. Right. So this is where you're going to be doing a lot of evaluating your own lack of discipline and understanding of thyself. On June 11th, we have Venus, which is a planet of love, aesthetics, all of that. I've already discussed that conjuncting Uranus. Uranus, very eccentric, very sudden, very um, thunder, lightning type of energy. Rules Aquarius, loves, 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 um, sporadic and spontaneity. Okay, with Venus, this could be sudden changes when it comes to your relationships and then it comes to your finances, sudden uh, shifts in positions, sudden opportunities that you didn't think were open. Now they're open, sudden moving to a different office space, sudden moving to relocating homes, um, just deciding, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to just leave like <laughs> just suddenly changing your whole life um, because you get this urge and this inkling to do so. This is a very unpredictable yet awakening time for everybody and it starts to pour and rain while I'm speaking right now that is so crazy <laughs> I hear you God I hear you I hear you I hear you yes sporadic things occurring that are expected but unexpected some things that you may not be preparing for because you're not aware of how to prepare for it it just randomly occurs and happens in your life so um I feel like this is a beautiful time to just be open for the newness of what can come from just being aware, right? Just being aware, open and preparing for the changes, especially if they're changes that you kind of desire, but you're not sure how it would ever happen. This is a beautiful opportunity for it to do so. On the 13th, we have Mercury finally entering into his sign of Gemini. So, this makes everything pick up speed. Communications coming in worldwide. Offers that you thought were not ever going to come. Opportunities are coming in worldwide. People are talking to you. People want you to travel. There's opportunities for growth in all areas. You're getting clarification in everywhere. Um, this is a beautiful time to launch something new, to release those creative projects. To re Like I said, I've been, I will be recording some episodes for um, my 30s. So that may be when I release, I said the 7th, but who knows? I mean, I'm coming back to the podcast on the 7th, but who knows? I may on the 13th decide that's the day I want to release the things on 
you know, the videos, right? So this is a beautiful time to just release what you've been working on new relationships, new uh, supporters, new um, shifts in your relationships grow and change and family grows and people become more interested in what you're saying and what you're doing and expanding your own knowledge and you become more interested in other people and other things and all of this. It's just a really beautiful um a really beautiful space, time and opportunity to truly just be in the moment and just be open. You know, that's the best thing I can tell you. We're still in eclipse energy. Be open, be open, be open. On the 14th of June, we have a full moon that's happening in Sagittarius. My south node is in Sagittarius. So this is more releasing your uh, inhibitions or releasing your fears regarding spaces of freedom travel um, expanding yourself a great time to plan a start traveling and teaching or learning something new this is a strong sense giving you this sense of hope and optimism for the future being open and free in the way that you communicate and see things and wanting to see more of the world and wanting to see more of the cultures and people around you wanting to learn more wanting to explore more all of these things come up and all of these things become prevalent when it comes to this particular full moon it's releasing your inhibitions when it comes to moving forward in a way that is more sporadic, more spontaneous, more lively, inner childlike, right? You're wanting to do more that brings excitement to you and really embracing all of what it is that the world has to offer for you. Not just the world is this big place, 7 billion plus people, but the world that you're creating and cultivating within your own interpersonal life, beautiful energy. And then on the 21st, which is the first day of cancer season, I'll go ahead and speak briefly about this. This is also the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere and winter in the southern hemisphere. Um, on the first day, we're having basically this feels extreme. This is my season. So it's a whole episode coming for this. OK, this is this is my season. So this is a whole rebirthing place a whole rebirth opportunity cleansing cancer in season is going to be cleansing cleansing purging cleansing beautiful 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 um very beautiful and that's all I want to say about that that's cancer season so I'm not I'm going to talk about that in a separate interview I mean a separate episode but can't wait till cancer season begins um yeah this is going to be an incredible cancer season is a whole nother it's cleansing. It's going to be deep. It's going to be cleansing. It's going to make a lot of people emotionally crazy, but it is beautiful. But anyway, Gemini season, a lot of beautiful things happening, a lot of incredible breakthroughs, um, not a lot of rest, right? Just try to fit in some rest when you can remember to stay highlight, uh, hydrated and highlight the greatest parts of your life in your day. Don't allow yourself to be crippled by everything that's happening in the world that you can't control. Try to focus on the best, right? And focus on the jewels that you, that you see and really make the necessary changes and prove to yourself that you can be disciplined. This is a beautiful time to just be disciplined in your day-to-day -day routines and what it is that you've been allowing yourself to, to embark on and, and grow in and just expand in. It's really beautiful and exciting. Okay, so this is your Gemini season episode. You will have one more episode that will give the intuitive. I was going to add it to this episode, but mm, it's just too long. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. But the next episode will have the intuitive 
uh, energy I'm feeling for the duration of Gemini season that will also help you without thinking solely on the astrological aspects. The astro is just to help you and give you a little bit of understanding and a little bit of clarity as we are going through and dealing with the changes of times and, and things that are happening. Okay. I love you guys so very much. Thank you again for all of your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for everything. I am really excited. Happy birthday to all of my Gemini's. I love you guys so very much. And until our next daily dose of energy, which will be after this episode. And then I will see you guys June 7th. Okay. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye.